I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job. And now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss. And you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method. And they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. Hello and welcome. I'm here today with Christy Bauman, a registered dietitian, marathon runner, wife, and mama to a toddler. Christy is a small town girl who never thought she'd enjoy living in a big city, an ice cream lover who grew up as a picky eater and became a veggie lover. And, and the back-of-the-pack high school runner who was pushing her limits to break three hours in the marathon. As a collegiate runner, she found herself attempting to eat super healthy by choosing low-fat foods, restricting calories, and fighting hunger cues. This left her feeling fatigued, overtrained, and experiencing reoccurring injuries. It wasn't until years later that she realized it was all related to under-eating. Now, she uses her personal experiences to inspire other female runners to nourish their bodies without restriction. She teaches them to reframe their mindset around food and use food as fuel through sports nutrition and intuitive eating practices. Her clients are not only reaching their performance goals, but also improving their lifestyle. Christy has dreamed of becoming her own dietitian boss and is now turning that dream into a reality. So excited to have you here today. Can you uh, let us know where to find you on social? Yeah, thanks, Libby. My Instagram handle is marathon.nutritionist. Fantastic. So I love your story. That was just a really nice intro. Could you talk to us a little bit about your nutrition philosophy more in depth? Yeah. So like I mentioned, I focus on both intuitive eating practices and sports nutrition piece, which I feel like isn't always talked about much or is something that is new and up and coming. But with this, uh, I focus on Helping individuals realize that they can eat all foods and still fuel well for their running. It's important to know those sports nutrition practices as well as fueling before and after or during a run to make sure that you feel strong as a runner, but also like all foods fit and you can learn how to eat intuitively as a runner and athlete. And how do your clients perceive that? Are they, you know, both in your marketing and then your actual paid clients. Is that something very new to them that they didn't think was possible? So walk us through a little bit about how they're perceiving you integrating performance and intuitive eating. Yeah. So I think most of the clients that are coming to me have a understanding that they need to improve their relationship with food. And that's like the biggest thing that they're struggling with. While at the same time, they want to improve their running and feel stronger as a runner. And so like that's healing their relationship with food is like the core, the biggest struggle that we focus on and then continue to integrate that sports nutrition piece. But the thing is like, yes, running is important to them and, but they see results with their relationships with their family and friends that they can enjoy food and running and food doesn't have to control their life anymore. It's amazing. And you do such a good job of sharing that journey on social, which we'll talk about in a minute. So that's great. And thank you for sharing the fusion between the two. So 
let's talk a little bit about your journey and what helped you get to this clarity that you have about not only your background, but what your market wants. So can you talk a little bit about your journey of developing your business? Yeah. So my journey kind of started like a year ago. I was stuck in a clinical job and I was applying for jobs, trying to find that perfect job that I wanted to do long-term in my career. And I applied, I don't know, for like over 50 jobs and had a ton of interviews, mastered that, and never got a job offer. And that kind of forced me into like starting listening to your podcast, other business podcasts to really, they really inspired me like I can be an entrepreneur. Like I don't have to wait until later on in my career when I have all these connections, which I thought was what I had to do. And I can do it now and start now. And so that kind of started the whole thing of listening to your podcasts and really focusing on my mindset and started to recognize how much relationship there is between like somebody trying to lose weight versus starting a business and got me rolling into Instagram, which was kind of a big struggle. So like last November, October, November, I started posting on Instagram which was totally new to me because I had a personal account but never posted. And then it kind of became a natural fit. I was like, I knew I needed to niche down and running, you know, marathon running was part of my life already. And I was passionate about sports nutrition and always kind of was interested in going that route. Another piece that was kind of holding me back was like, I don't have my master's in sports nutrition and I don't have a, you know, that background or that certification. So I wasn't sure, like, could I go that way? But I knew I had the personal experience, which you helped me realize through your podcast that far outweighs any degree. And so started posting and then just got used to that. And I just continued to listen to what you said and push myself. I think like the fact that I was applying for jobs for so long and didn't get anywhere. And then I started to get somewhere by just listening to what you had shared was really rewarding because I just naturally like learned how to post on Instagram and what people wanted. And then people started reaching out to me before I even offered any services. It's amazing. So that was kind of the start of my journey in this whole business process. Yeah. And, and thank you for sharing that. I think it's really helpful to step back and remember the beginning, especially for the listeners who also have a personal feed and want to you know, be where you are and, and they want to break free of clinical and they don't know if they're capable. So thank you for sharing that reflection. If we could talk a little bit about when you started to, because you're at your feed, you really grew. You've done great, great work. So can you talk a little bit about, you, you mentioned the, the point where you got started. What about when you changed your handle, got more clear in your messaging, got more clients? Can we talk a little bit about that? Like what got you to that point and, and mm-hmm. about where you are now? Yeah. So at the beginning, I knew I wanted to work with runners, but there's still like a wide range of runners that I could work with. And that was something that I struggled for with a long time because you could work with weight loss or the performance specifically, performance specifically, or there's a whole nother route of like those people that are holding on to weight and struggling with their metabolism. But I think it was just a, a process of trying different posts out, really recognizing what people were struggling with. And as you always said, what is the biggest problem? 
Like, what are people going to pay you for to help you work through? And what helped you get clear? Because um, there's a lot of dietitians out there that refuse to get clear. So, I mean, how important is it to solve the biggest problem and get clear? And what were any of your struggles to doing so sooner or faster? Yeah. So at the beginning, I thought like I needed to do like the science research about running and talk about the latest products, talk about protein powders and why beet juice is important to use as part of your fueling practices. But like I was able to talk directly to different runners, potentially my ideal clients, and just simply ask what they were struggling with. And it all, you know, kind of came down to that intuitive eating and struggling with sugar cravings and the restrict and binge cycle. And so it was just a matter of talking to them specifically. And then also through DM messages, people would ask me questions. And so I would dig in more about, okay, what specifically are you struggling with when it comes to nutrition? Tell me more about that and just kind of get their specific words where they were struggling with. Yeah, and you've done a really good job at being able to identify what they struggle with, what you align with ethically, and then provide that as a solution in your content. So can you talk a little bit about your exact process? You mentioned a little bit about the DMs. How do you go about making content now, and how has that evolved since when you first started, and then, of course, the, the outcome, which is sale? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I mean, it started by just analyzing and looking at other Instagram accounts that I enjoyed and looked up to and just really recognizing what they were doing and what I liked and how I could recreate that for my specific audience. And then through that, so I do like a lot of food pictures and I realized like to make it clean and look good, I start taking food pictures on a whiteboard to make it look visually appealing. And I feel like that's one of my strengths. I've done that type of work growing up, that visual aspect. And so I really enjoy that piece as well. So basically, I take a, a struggle that somebody's dealing with when it comes to running. So say like, they feel nauseous after a long run, but they know they're supposed to eat. And so just take that one little simple concept and like, okay, here's the problem, post that, and here's the solution and use, make, create it into a visual. So you like using Canva, adding texts and words, not too much. And that has helped to just make it visually appealing and get other people interested in sharing that post. Yeah. And you, you do a beautiful job. And so what has been the result of you creating more specific, visually appealing content that solves the biggest problem that you've been told that your market struggles with? What has that led to? Yeah, so that has led to, like, first of all, just people liking the content, not necessarily like physically liking it, but just commenting on about it, asking questions or saying, I struggle with that specifically as well. Also, other bigger accounts sharing that post which has some have specifically said like, go follow this person, which has helped become, has allowed me to become more visible. And then as a result, if someone messages me, I can build that relationship and build that rapport with them. And so let's talk a little bit more about that. So you, when you say they message you, you are getting people from your content to book sales calls and to reach out to you and then you're turning them into clients. Is that right? Yep. Yes, correct. 
So can you talk a little bit about that process? Is that something that you had, let's say, before we started working together earlier on in your process? Have you seen an increase in lead flow, meaning like more people coming to you, more people booking sales calls because of your content? Yeah. So at the beginning, so like the beginning of this year is when I really changed my Instagram handle and posting more consistently. And I did have a lot of people reaching out and scheduling booking sales calls. The piece that was tricky or missing was they didn't know exactly my niche. And so I'd kind of get a wide variety of runners and they also didn't know my cost. And so I would get on the sales call and then I was nervous. Obviously that's a whole process of learning to work through that, but I start, they didn't know the price. So I think it was kind of a shock factor, but now I've turned it into having an application so they know ahead of time, which has reduced the number of sales calls. But now I'm like closing, I'd say 80, 90%. So amazing. So you are able to get clients and also you're able to get clients that are the right type of person because your message is more focused. Is that correct? Because you mentioned that you cast a wide net, but now that you've honed in on your content, your content was helping you get sales calls, but now they're sales calls of the right type of person that's not only ready to pay and invest, but they're also in alignment with the problem you solve, which is performance and intuitive eating for runners to find yes. food freedom, right? And it would be, you know, finding food freedom via intuitive eating and then performance nutrition. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So how does that feel to be able to get the right types of people from the content that you produce? Yeah, it's, I guess I was kind of surprised. <laughs> I think it goes back to like, I applied for jobs so long and didn't get anywhere. And now I'm putting in work that I'm actually enjoying doing and I'm seeing results. Amazing. Congratulations. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about either, well, both uh, the sales process. Uh, How does that feel, you know, doing sales calls and enrollment? Um, What what has been something that you've learned about that experience? Yeah. So at the beginning, I remember my first call, I was so nervous, shaking, (laughs) but then, I mean, I did just kept doing them. I got People weren't interested, which was fine because I just use it as a learning experience just to get to know the clientele that I want to work with and what their biggest struggles with. So I always went into it as like a learning experience and I can use this to create Instagram posts in the future. And then through that, so now my sales process is either somebody will you know DM me directly and I'll provide the link for signing up for a free 30-minute call. And... For me, it's so easy to talk to runners. So it's just a conversation now. And it's just making sure I I connect with them and build that relationship over that course. And so it, you know, it's just a conversation to me anymore. And if they, you know, don't book, it's not a big deal. We can just use that as a learning experience and move forward. I love your mindset here. This is amazing. So you're saying you're talking with the people you want to talk with, you enjoy it, it feels natural. And if they don't buy, you're using that experience as, a, as learning and you're reframing from, you know, a mindset of maybe being disappointed to feeling like, hey, I'm on my way. I'm, I'm attracting people and then not everybody's going to buy because that's not realistic. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. That's really inspiring. And when it comes to your offer, um, what's been the biggest challenge with framing out or progressing that and what's been surprisingly easier than you had thought? Yeah, so I think I jumped into three-month package from the beginning. Uh, I kind of decided like, okay, if somebody's going to want to work with me, I want to make sure it's commitment and it's going to be worth my time. And 
So I start out a little bit lower price. It's always a little nerve wracking, increasing your price, questioning like, like, well, is anyone going to buy at this price? But I think when it comes down to it, like a couple hundred dollars isn't, isn't going to matter in the long run. Like either they're committed or they're not and they're ready to invest or they're not. Love it. Fantastic. So any other kind of tips about the offer or anything else that you want to share for the listeners who maybe are, let's go off price then. They're, they're scared, whether even if it's a couple hundred dollars, they're scared to increase their prices, which I do notice a lot of dietitians are not good at doing that. <laughs> any tips for dietitians listening? So going back to when I first had my offer, I kept hearing about like, don't offer too low of prices. So I went really high actually. And I can't remember what I first offered, probably like over $500 and just kind of like to put it out there and see what happens. But I think it's, you know, it's helped been beneficial to start lower, a little bit lower and then build up because you, you know, can get that client feedback. You can share those stories and show how you help clients. Absolutely. And that's what I teach is supply and demand. So you start out a little bit lower until you're able to get more confidence and success and you can tighten up the process, which is exactly what you've done. Tightened up the content creation process, tightened up the enrollment process, tighten up the offer, meaning make, you know, increasing price point. And you did that with demand as a demand increased, you increase your price point. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I know like So I'm still working a full-time job, and honestly, all my time is spent on specifically creating content for Instagram. Like, yes, it's time-consuming, but something I do enjoy, and it has paid off. Yeah, well, well, clearly. So are you comfortable talking a little bit about how much money you're making in your side hustle from the the great work that you're doing and and how you're attracting cash-paying clients from Instagram? Yeah, so to give you kind of a perspective... So I'd say like at the beginning of the year is really when I kicked off um, more consistent. And January, I didn't even offer my services yet, but started getting people interested. So February, I made like $800 from two different clients. And that continued into March. And then the end of April into May is when um, I really started seeing bigger results. So between those two months, uh, made over close to $6,000. And then now in June, I'm at 3500 so far. Incredible. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah thank you. So what's, the next, what's the next financial goal after 3500 Yeah, so my big goal is, I guess right now my big goal is to make $6,000 a month and focus on consistency and then be able to quit my full-time job and continue to grow my business. You're on your way. You're on your way, Chrissy. You're doing fantastic work. And Thank you. And, and, and you're just really role modeling for, for your colleagues. So this is really an enjoyable to, to hear your experience. Yeah, thank you. And uh, when you're reflecting on the process, you know, we've talked about your offer, content creation, your process of starting your business. What would you say, looking back, was the biggest struggle with getting clients from Instagram or turning them into clients? If you were to look back at, at any part in your journey, what was the hardest part? For me, for a while, it was the sales call, for sure. And learning your method really allowed me to understand what that process should look like and how I can make it into a conversation and simply be that 
solution for their problem. Amazing. And I, I love that you said talking to your, your ideal client runners just feels like a natural conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you say that, I have no doubt they feel that too. And if they feel that, they're more likely to want to work with you because they can relate with you. And so you, you're really you know, doing a fabulous job at connecting. And that's what business is all about. You've got to connect with your market so that they know, like, and trust you, and then you can serve them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've really learned like how much of a need there is in the running community for dietitians working specifically with runners too. Fantastic. That's great. And you're filling, filling that gap. Yes, for sure. All right. Any other final advice that you would give to anybody starting out, whether it's general, specific to social media, or just something you wish you would have known before you started this and, and really went deeper with your, your business journey? You know, I would say I'm really thankful that I really focused on the mindset piece going into starting a business because that just reframing my thoughts and minds, my thoughts and mindset around it has helped me to continue to move forward, even with those challenges or like not hearing anything from potential clients or scheduling any discovery calls for multiple weeks at a time, but you just keep going. Um, It's just the everyday consistency of marketing and talking about it and learning from that process and continuing to master that marketing and and sales piece. Absolutely. Uh, which, Which you've done such a fantastic job of. Thank you so much for sharing your story and joining us on air today, Christy. It was, it was an absolute pleasure. I can't wait to continue supporting you, following you on your journey and having you inspire all of your colleagues. Thanks, Libby. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.